0: Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Coach Alonda Brooks, and you are now listening to IMB Come in. Listen, you know I only bring you the best. I have Mr. Chad Harrison Nails. He is a certified relationship identity coach living in New Jersey, my hometown. In addition to his coaching, he specializes in psychoanalysis, neurolinguistic programming, cognitive behavioral therapy he also has taken extensive training in grief and ptsd counseling he has a degree in music and theology and he is currently pursuing his psychology degree at Rutgers University in Newark New Jersey when not helping others in the field he enjoys meditation he's a certified mindfulness practitioner he sings he's an amazing baritone cooking playing video games investing in cryptocurrency he is also the proud and loving father of a beautiful daughter and a handsome son and we are lifelong friends and we have an amazing story so we're gonna get into it welcome to I am becoming
1: I am so happy to be here my friend so glad that you would have me on today it's uh, it's a real pleasure
0: yes so we are gonna tell our friendship story real real fast Oh yeah. So <laughs> in 2003, this is a fun fact that you guys may not know about me, but I'm gonna tell you guys. So me and Chad are long, 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 long friends. And um what how long we've we been friends now? Probably what? Uh, uh, you said oh three.
1: Oh three. So yes, that's oh three. That is
0: we met October 24th. Almost 2003 it'll
1: be 20 in years new
0: years. york city on the coldest day of the world in, in life ever but uh, we were auditioning for american idol this was the same season that ruben stuttered won, and we have been friends ever since um so we even do our whole we have this whole anniversary thing and it's cute and his daughter is born on my birthday How? Dope is that so? Welcome, welcome, welcome. But he is also a very knowledgeable individual, and he's also also a certified life coach. So, I had to have him on because we were having an interesting conversation about relationships in the nature of protecting black women. So, we're gonna get into that a little bit. So, um, when you guys listen to this, this will be post Oscar, we are one day post Oscar. So, we're gonna talk, touch a little bit on what happened last night, but we're not gonna harbor on it. But it's just very interesting that happen after a conversation that we had the other day. So, welcome again to the show. I'm super excited to have you here. Um and then we're actually doing another panel later on tonight. So, listen. <laughs> but listen, um I want to get into it so you know, we've had Candid conversations about the state of being young, millennial, and successful in the state of relationships um, here recently. So I want to talk about that a little bit from a male perspective. um, Give us the rundown on what you feel like um, you are seeing from your perspective as a male right now and what is missing from relationships and being successful, kind of sort of um, and how that's you know, how it's hard and challenging.
1: Uh, well, that's that answer comes from a few different places. It comes from my personal experience as somebody who, um, just loves loves the concept of love. Let me just let me put that flat out there. And I have absolutely no problem being being a man and saying that I I do love the concept of love. I love the concept of being able to bond with somebody, being able to connect with somebody, and being able to establish a healthy and reciprocal, um. Uh, nature of, of 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 affection and trust and being able to rely on each other and having some and having some common goals while also still being uh, interdependent of each other. So that's my that's that's me laying out my ideal stance. What I see happening nowadays, there's a, there's a, a few key pieces missing. I think. Uh, what's largely happening between men and women and especially uh, Black men and Black women uh, is this relegation to a single dimension that people are trying to connect on. Uh, you've heard, I'm sure you've heard conversations of it, where essentially the back and forth cycle, men only want women for sexual you know, intimacy and attention. Uh, women only want men for financial stability and so on and so forth. And that's what I see the conversation largely surrounding. And then I throw my hat in the ring and I say to both sides, you are more than that. We can talk on more than that. Where are these other factors in, in play? Are they even being looked at? Are they even being addressed? Do you even realize that you have them? Uh, and that's that's really what I see happening. It's just that that lack of looking at each other, uh, not only for those things which are, of course, part of the uh, part of the whole tapestry that goes into the the interweaving of two people into a, a relationship. You have people trying to build a relationship off of two single threads instead of instead of weaving the whole tapestry together. And uh, I don't even think people are taking time. Uh, to do that or if they are even aware that that is something that should be done so that's what that's largely what i see happening
0: that's really good That that is really good and you're right i do feel like that is the large um part of the friction um especially in the millennial generation um of well you understand what black men go through you understand what a black woman goes through and so i want to pivot a little bit about you know the slap heard around the world you know it was so many different opinions (laughs) about how they felt like um you know will kind of let us down um and so I want to say this as somebody that has kind of grown up around celebrities um my whole life um I have them in my family um you know as a result of my father's job I've been around them you know through my dad's profession um And so I always have said, they are just people like us, like nothing, nothing about status makes you any less human. And so I personally, um, didn't feel let down by his actions. Um, yeah, he probably could have handled it differently. I definitely understand how he handled it. And so I want to clear up one thing that is, that really has been annoying me about the back and forth that I have been seeing. So You guys know that I've worked in production and, um, you know, in various different stages. So I want to say this about people who have never been to a live broadcast or a live um, event such as the Oscars, Emmys or BT Awards, anything like that a lot of times what you guys see on camera is delay. So I want to clear up the fact that I don't by far feel like he was laughing about the joke. I feel like what we saw, what was captured on TV, it was a lingering laugh from the first little thing that he said. And it's also, a you know, they tell you like you need to smile on camera you look upbeat. Um, It's a production thing. So I feel like he was laughing, lingering from the thing that was said before that. And as he came down from the first laugh, he, it registered to him as he read the room and his wife's reaction that this was something that was deeply um, like, listen, I have a childhood friend that suffered with alopecia. Like literally as a child, I probably was like 10 or 11 years old. I literally yeah. watched her hair fall out in her hands in the kitchen sink. Um, I'm a cosmetologist of 22 years. One of the things that I've always specialized in is, is, is in hair restoration. Um, and so I have a lot of clients who have suffered with with personally with alopecia and hair loss um and so there are certain things as a black woman that you know ne- or as a woman period there's certain cries that you never want to hear from a woman one is when she loses her child you never want to hear that cry. It is it is a breaking that you can never, no amount of super glue, no amount of I'm sorry to hear that. No matter, I'm praying for you. It, another is when she loses her hair. I personally have given birth, you know, and I've lost hair. I've experienced bald spots after childbirth. That is something that we can't control. It's a hormonal thing. Um, alopecia is something that you cannot control, and it's an emotional roller coaster because it is it consists of you going through. Extreme highs, like your hair grows back, it's full, this life has given everything you wanted to give as a woman. And then you one day you just wake up and it could be on your pillow, it could be coming out in the shower, like you never know when it's going to happen. So it right. is extremely emotional. Um, and that's a cry that you, it, it's a breaking of your spirit that you never want to experience. So, you know, people always are saying to him, like, oh, you should have handled it different until you are underneath that pressure, until you have had to console someone in extreme conditions of their soul actually breaking over something, you can never say what it is that you will do in that moment. It's all fine and good to have a logical thought process when you're on the other side of it or you've never experienced it. And it's something that's never close to you. But here's another thing too. I feel like we are growing up In a society where we don't know, I I said this the other day, we were on a panel, we were talking about Kanye West, and I will say it again as a result to Will we have grown up in such a fatherless generation that we don't know what it looks like for a man, a real true man to stand up and protect. That is one of the three P's that he is commanded to do by God is to per- protect, profess and provide. And we stress the, pr- the provider P, but we, don't for- we forget about the protector P, right? And the professing. And so a part of professing your love is outward expression. And he mm-hmm. is like, he's made it clear um, that, you know, hair is a thing for them. You know, we all got this saying, especially in mm-hmm. the black community, we yeah. all got our line that we draw in the sand. Like we don't play like that about certain stuff. And our family is one of them. We don't care if we falling out with cousin, baby, day, day, whoever, but you better not say nothing to them. We can be mad at them because that's our people, but you can't say nothing about them. And so my thing is, You know, people are like, oh, well, the entanglement, whatever. Those are two separate issues. Here's the thing that I need y'all to understand. Will is a man. Who loves his family? He's very protective over his family. If you followed them or any type of fan or whatever, he has always been very protective of his family. Hair is something that they do not play about in their family. He wrote his song a, a multi, his daughter a multi-platinum song about whipping her hair back and forth so that she, because she was being picked on when exactly. she was a child, to profess her self-love and self-identity not being in her hair and so when your wife now goes through something they've been married for some years they got some skin in the game i don't care how many affairs open marriage plus, whatever. Decades,
1: yeah. they
0: got some skin in the game in that marriage in their family they have they have a legacy bill no matter if we agree with the terms and the conditions of their marriage and so the thing is, I want y'all to stop saying that that man was laughing at the joke. I don't feel like he thought it was funny because if you ain't had to ever get your wife up off the ground, the woman that you love or have to build her confidence back up, um, you don't know other things behind the scenes. And I feel like this, if you're some, I'm sure that they have some, have had some type of friendship or some under mutual understanding or you know, some dealings with each other professionally and probably personally. So I feel like Chris Rock kind of knows that he was already broaching a sensitive subject because how he prefaced it in the beginning, like, Jody, you know, I love you trying to soften the blow. Nah, bro, you should have never crossed that line. And so he had a very human moment publicly. And I feel like. We're always, we're, we're of the keep it real generation, I feel like, as millennials. And we're like, oh, well, you know, keep it real, whatever, whatever, whatever. He kept it real. And y'all couldn't handle that. He kept it too real. Y'all wanted him to be Hollywood Will, and he was West Philadelphia Will last night that was protecting his family and protecting his wife about something that is very sensitive to them as a family like they have openly she's open I don't care she literally had just went live on her Instagram coming into this week of the Oscars and she went live and was talking about her hair and she was talking about another person saying something about her hair and she was saying like listen I don't care what y'all think about me being involved I, this is something I had to get comfortable with in myself, and she was talking about her hair journey just not even days before the Oscar. so it's like, I don't care if he, anybody but have dead somebody know that that's something that she's openly professed, they'd be like, well, maybe he didn't know, he knew, he knew. So, I want to say, I want you, because you've been a married man, you're a yeah. father, you know what I'm saying, and you're definitely a black man who loves black women, How? what, what was your perception of what happened last night?
1: I got to tell you, um, when I first saw it, um, I think I first saw somebody do it, say some message about, you know, what happened, Will, and now I'm like, okay, what? What's what's going on? So, of course, I start digging. I find one clip. I find another clip. I find another clip. And I always try to pull as full and concise um a message as possible before I begin touching on so the first clip I saw that was too short it was just the it was just the hit and nothing that was said before nothing that was said after so I said okay I see what I see what people are the instance that people are talking about but like let me let me see if I can find more so then I I go and I find a fuller clip I think it was like maybe two or maybe two minutes or so where Chris was doing his doing his monologue saying this joke that joke so on so forth and then it gets to Jada's joke and I see the camera pan to Will yucking it up and I'm looking at, I see Will and then I go back and I watch it again and I'm seeing Jada's face and I'm like, she don't like this. She does not like this. Everybody else is smiling. It's not, Jada's not smiling. Jada's not smiling, smiling. Jada tensed up and this is part of what I do. You pay attention to the verbal cues, you pay attention to the non-verbal cues, that gave all the impression of, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable. I do not. I don't like it. I don't like it. And if yeah. people pay attend good good attention to the room, the joke didn't even, the joke didn't land. Really yeah. It yeah. Didn't, it didn't hit well at all. Did people take it lukewarmly? Yeah. It wasn't like a yuck, yuck, yuck. Oh my goodness, I can't, believe he, I can't believe he came up with that or thought of it and stuff like... And it's already been told that he didn't write the joke, right? Somebody in the writing room wrote the joke. So for nobody else to be really jumping in on it and then to see, again, because optics or something, to right. see Chris tell the joke and then for them to show that nobody else is really jumping Mm -hmm. in on it laughing but will is like it's me slappingly good so on and so forth it's like it just it gives it gives a bad optic all
0: right
1: right like you were saying about about how how award shows and big and big productions go like that um Mm -hmm. it it very well could have been i don't know Mm -hmm. um but that's that's the take that i got and i'm actually glad that you put that out because sequence is very important when it comes to when it comes to uh, analyzing situations, sequences, super important. Almost, mm-hmm. almost as important as tone and what and what and what's said, how it's said, and right. when it was said, in light in light of other things, it's super duper important. So, to see all of that, if we if we were to take it as it was presented, everybody else is like, "Oh, okay." Will <laughs> Will's like, "Oh my god, ah, this is crazy." And Jade is like. Uh, I don't like this I don't I yeah. don't like
0: and it. a lot of people was like she made a mockery of will, but the thing is this, I feel like you're because you're a PTSD specialist, right? And so Damn. I feel like people need to also understand I don't think that will. People was like, he, oh, he assaulted him. No, assault is like if he would have got up immediately and bum brush, and they was like, Well, he waited a minute. I think because when you when you're so stunned with something, like he felt like those words slapped him at first. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and so sometimes when you feel like somebody has accosted you with words. You react with hands, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's it's not right, you know. Everybody's like, Oh, that's basic when you're younger. We teach everybody like use your words, not your hands, but it's easier said than done. Because here's the thing, too. I felt like had Chris Rocket took the high approach, he, he's a comedian, he knows how these shows work. They got years in the game, they like 20. 20 plus deep in the game now he didn't have to sell that joke just because it was written for him he didn't have to sell the joke he could have skipped it and been like listen i'm not i'm not touching that these are my people even if we not close i don't want to humiliate her like that because he had a whole movie himself about good hair he knows how sensitive black women are about their hair you did a whole movie documentary with cosmetology professionals telling you the stories, the trials and the triumphs of women with hair. So he did it himself because of he was trying to do positive imaging for his own daughters. Chris Rock did. So I felt like at some point, we as a people, what I felt like I wanted us to take away from it is We have to protect each other at all costs. And so people could be like, oh, Will was wrong for slapping him. But I felt like it's a code of ethics amongst Black people that we are supposed to do no harm to each other either. And I felt like that was a tasteless joke. And he knew that. Like him, him being a seasoned comedian, like there's just some things you don't do, especially with the Oscars. Also, too, traditionally being Caucasian and, you know, there being a lot of racial invites. It could have been a lot of things that a lot of people did not take into consideration that could have I triggered. Think yeah, that I triggered that moment. because it. It, it was humiliating just for me to watch him tell the tasteless joke. And it's like even as he told the joke himself, he was cringing because he knew it was too far. And so people was like, well, why did Will take so long to slap him? I think because one, Will gave him an opportunity to kind of retract his statement and apologize. But yet, and still he continued to dig the joke deeper, more distastefully. And then he mocked Will's reaction to the joke. So it was like, at that point, y'all, it was like, you challenging me as a man, kind of, sort of, at that point. You know what I mean? Like, well what you gonna do it's like when you're in a fight it's like well what you gonna do i knocked it off your shoulder you know what i mean so it was like what did y'all yeah. really expect in that moment to happen I'll,
1: I'll tell you my i'll tell you my initial that was my my first take on it was my analysis my my initial impression off of seeing that was that there was a sizable amount of unresolved turmoil mm-hmm. with will i don't think I don't even think it was the joke, and I, yeah. I've seen I've seen other people say I don't even think that it was the joke per se that set that set him off. I think, not that it wasn't that what set him off. I don't think it was that huge of a factor. I think Will was already kind of on the edge as far as dealing with certain mm-hmm. things that we don't and we don't know what was said between in the in the in the moments between the joke and Will walking up. Right, but I. I know that looking at that particular picture of what we were able to see, I see Will taking it lightly. It, it gives us the impression that Will took it lightly and Jada didn't. And whatever, and whatever God said between them, plus wherever Will's head was, I don't know if this man has dealt with everything that has occurred. And this is why people were talking about, oh, this might have something to do with the whole entanglement thing. And I'm not gonna and I'm not even gonna necessarily rule that out. I will mm-hmm. say that for Will Smith being a man who is very brand who's very brand conscious, and this is something that, that a friend of mine brought up. For for Will Smith to be a man who is very brand conscious, um, he has proven in quite a few ways of, and quite consistently that he is a family man. He is a man about mm-hmm family he is a man about their success he is a man about making sure that everybody uh with that that is in and around him is comfortable
0: mm-hmm.
1: and for that to have been portrayed as a missed moment for her to be uncomfortable and then for him to not see it that that's a bad that's a bad look i'm not going to say that that's exactly what happened but it's a bad look right and, and then for him to walk up uh on Chris, I looked at it like honestly, and this is <laughs> I, I got I have a very, very limited amount of skin in the game because Will and I are birthday buddies. We're both 925ers. <laughs> All right, we're 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 both heavy September 25ths. Mm-hmm. And if that has, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that his sign plays anything into it, but I will say if his reaction to conflict is anything like mine. By virtue, by virtue of that, it takes a lot for us to choose violence. Yeah, it it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. So for it to, for people to say it was just a joke, I'm looking at will like, dude. If you anything like me, it was not just about the joke.
0: It wasn't. It was. It was disrespectful, and I feel like. What people need to understand, too, about pressure, right? And this doesn't just apply to celebrities. Um, I will say people yeah. of influence. I will say leaders of any kind, right? To so whom much is given, much is required. That comes with pressures mm-hmm. that people don't see. I even tell people that all the time, like, you know, people are, you know, like, oh, you out here winning, like, but y'all don't see the nights that I had to pray fast and cry. Y'all don't see the nights that I'm juggling so much. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like literally doing 80 up the road to get stationary to do the interview because I'm a full-time mom, you know what All I'm right. saying? And I'm taking one kid to track and another one to Cub scouts. And I got a seven o'clock call time for that interview that y'all like, dang, you out here winning. The cost of winning is much y'all. It is much. And yep. then add to that just for one single person, add to that, having a family on your back, Right and being under a microscope everybody judging everything that you do I mean I experienced it on a low level like I'm not I ain't got 35 350 million but I'm just telling you like I my kids go to private school I'm judged every day I see I see the way they talk about me being a single parent it's it's heavy right and so I commend Will, like, and I, I want to say, just like even I said with Kanye, everybody want Kanye to be crazy, but when we really think about the stuff that he's saying, he's not really asking anything unreasonable. I just feel like we have I'm gotten so them. Hollywood we've gotten so Hollywood I don't feel like it's unreasonable for a man to want to spend time with his family or for his daughter to want want her to be a child and not be on TikTok that's the same thing I want for my kids every day Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like but we want we we expect everybody to be so cool and so lax because they're Hollywood but we were somewhere raised properly before you know what I'm saying the fame comes and so everybody doesn't forget their values Everybody does not forget how they were raised. You know what I'm saying? And the standard in which everybody is not okay. I just got to smile and turn. It's only so many cheeks to turn. It's only so many cheeks to turn when it comes to so. Chris Chris
1: Rock's cheek got turned.
0: Yeah, like it's only so many cheeks to turn. And and I feel like instead of, and and I feel like I want to say too, I was disappointed in a lot of the black men, like y'all further y'all further demasculated him for having Mm -hmm. a real moment with jada when y'all was calling him a punk and saying he was a simp and Mm -hmm. oh and all of that because here's the thing if he was in breakdown say he was in crisis how many of y'all have had a real moment where y'all have fought for less or cursed a woman out or called her out of her name or you guys have had really real moments where Somebody has had to give you grace and nobody gave him grace in that moment. It was like, oh, he weak. And so it's like, how can you be vulnerable if the first time you show humility, if the first time I show you that I'm really just a regular person, just like you, I'm weak and I'm a simpleton and, you know, all of these other things, I was, my heart was so broken because I was just like, man, like he had a real moment. Unfortunately, it was on national TV but guess what he went another thing people don't know him even cursing on on national day because that's considered daytime tv you get fines for that so he is gonna have to pay a fine or the network is gonna have to pay a fine there is gonna be a cost for that but the thing is for him for for, he didn't get to 350 million dollars not understanding the cost you know what i'm saying so for for i wanted everybody just to explore their mind and be like dang what's going on with will that That was the final straw. You can only be Mr. Nice Guy for so long because a lot of times when you are nice and you turn the other cheek, people think that you are a punk or weak or whatever and that they can just say and do everything to you. And he is human. Like it's only so much one person can take. We're gonna go to break real quick. And we're gonna, you can finish up and come back with your comment um, to what I said, or we're gonna, you know, we're gonna move into how does PTSD probably play into this? Um, How does it affect your relationships and how you relate to people? How does it transfer over into your business? Just certain things, guys. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, what's up, fellas? If you're looking for healthy, thought provoking conversations on a variety of topics dealing with life issues, be a transparent, open dialogue for men who need a dose of honest, engaging, and heartfelt discussions. Tune in to Inside the Armor, every Mondays at 8 a.m., hosted by Joe, Russ, and yours truly, Boone. We would love to have you vibe with us as we talk about our trials and our triumphs, our messes, and our successes. Join us for Inside the Armor, Mondays at 8 a.m. Iron Sharpening Iron one podcast at a time.
0: The Light Sunday Collection, where exotic elegance meets luxury. Our collection is a one-stop shop, whether it's a woman looking for her favorite product line, or a husband looking for his own favorite product that he steals from his wife's collection, or you could be shopping for a gift. The Light Sunday Collection is your new favorite one-stop shop. The Light Sunday Collection is a world-class hair care company. Our products are multi-universal and multi-ethnic. Our luxury products are 100% sulfate-free, paraben-free, formaldehyde-free, and DEA-free. Our line of products are the best of the best, from our ingredients to our premium platinum virgin 12 gray A hair. We are The Total Collection. Shop The Total Collection where exotic elegance meets luxury at thelikesundaycollection.com. You can also find us on Instagram underneath the like Sunday Collection. But like Sunday Collection, where exotic elegance meets luxury, we are the Total Collection. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Coach Alonda Brooks, and you are now listening to I Am Becoming. If you're just tuning in, we are coming back from break. We have relationship expert and life coach, Mr. Chad harrison nils with us today, and we were talking about the slap hurt around the world um, a little bit before the break, and so you posed something um, also that was interesting. You were saying that um, you had a discussion the other day, and somebody was saying um, possibly was there some emotional abuse, so let's get into that.
1: Okay so um, this is this is interesting because I was actually just uh, on a live stream on Saturday evening and we were talking about uh, the role that effective communication plays in relationships as it applies to either uh, being proactive against uh, domestic ab- uh, domestic abuse uh, or getting yourself out of a situation in which you were in domestic abuse and one of the big points that I uh, that I made is in dealing with that, You're not just dealing with the the first impression that most people get when they hear about domestic abuse, which is, oh, somebody hit somebody. Uh, It takes it takes many forms. It can be mental. It can be emotional. It can be financial. It can be spiritual. It can be uh, verbal. It can even it can be nonverbal. It can be um, it can be. Uh, even sexual inside of, inside of the relationship. So it takes a, it has a lot of different faces to it. So a question that was posed to me earlier today in relation to this, to the subject was, is there any element of emotional abuse that we can see happening in, in their relationship? And at first, my thoughts went to, oh, are they saying this is something that is retaliation for something that Will did to Jada. And in discussing it further, they were saying, no, I think Jada is emotionally abusing Will. And I'm like, okay, so how how do you mean? And they're like, well, we don't know exactly what happens in, in their relationship, right? There have been rumors for years, you know, about this happening, that happening, as far as uh, who they let into their relationship, who they know, what the nature of the the dynamic of the relationship is. There's been the the floating rumor that they have a that they have an open marriage, um, so on and so forth. Nothing been nothing's really been vetted in that area, right? And to their to their credit, why? Because it ain't nobody's business in the first place. <laughs> but um to say that we don't know is per, per se what's happened as far as anything that Will's done to Jada. But Jade has been yeah. pretty public about what's, about what's been happening with her in terms of how her, her interaction with Will has been, you know, the, going back to the whole entanglement thing uh, that got put out there that, you know, that got put out there. Uh, and then talking about the reasoning behind it, oh, Will was satisfying me. I needed to feel loved in a certain way, the second third. And so based off of again going off of the optics of what we've seen right that was that that was that was that was you know ammo for the meme milk you know because then she's saying it and Will sitting there on the verge of tears or 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 was he crying flat out i'm not even i don't even totally remember yeah he out.
0: was crying flat out but i think this um, is the thing though too like i feel thing. like they have- they're not the first Hollywood couple to have an open relationship though. Um Ozzy and Ruby D had it. I read their book. And that's the thing. We think that it's only them having these type of things. But the thing is, we perish for lack of knowledge because we don't read and we don't find out about people. We just we take stuff at first. the surface. No. Right. And I just felt like I feel like we put them on this pedestal because it was like oh my god this black love and we're so fairytaleistic with love and relationships that I feel like we put Will and Jada on a pedestal because they're not that far apart in age from us so we like looked up to them in this un- fairytaleistic unrealistic way and so mm-hmm. I feel like when anybody does anything out of the norm that we don't necessarily choose for our life it's like we we let them be this big disappointment and i feel like we've both been married and you marriage is a personal journey there are some definite um ground uh, requirements that god requires us to do but at the end of the day the rest of the journey is your journey you know what i'm saying and so however you get there you know what i'm saying and whatever works for you inside of your marriage is what is between you and the person that's in the marriage with you you know what i'm saying and so yeah it's not something that i personally would choose to do because of the details and obviously as we're seeing now some of the the uh, ricochet of some Mm -hmm. of that but at the end of the day that's what they chose to do for them you know what i'm saying and but here's one thing that they do have that a lot of people don't have they got what they deem is successful for them. You get what yeah. I'm saying? They yeah. have you know, successfully been legally married, whether they split up for a couple years or whatever, that ain't nothing that nobody else has have an experience. We've all been through suffering and silence and and they, they're entitled to their privacy. The thing is we forget that because they have shown us a part of their life and they're in movies and that's yes. what they choose to let us see. We can't really, we don't have a dog in a fight. And the thing is, her her thing was under wraps for a while because when the yeah. whole thing with August Alcina came out it was because he was young and wanted to be running to tell everybody. It wasn't cuz she put it out there. She just addressed it once it was out there because she chose to be truthful about it and all her stuff. But yeah. yet we're making her this home wrecker and oh she embarrassed will, but we don't know what she did make Dean that will may have done publicly that kind of might have went over our head that we didn't notice that was right in front of our eyes that was going on we don't know
1: which is absolutely true
0: right but again that's their marriage you know what I'm saying and the thing is they only invited us into a part of it and we need to respect whatever part that we're invited into and mind our business and drink our water you know what I'm saying and and privately have our (laughs) opinions but I just feel like we are so ready to nail everybody to the cross and we're no no different from the people that nailed Jesus up there like we just want to just throw everybody away we want to cancel them we want to talk about them but the thing is if we put that much effort into our own we would just be so much further we might be able to have 350 mil if we really was on our grind about you know what we doing and handle our handle but i know that open relationships are a lot more common and the thing is a lot of times we just don't know that people are doing them
1: that's a fact that's a fact And, and and on top of that like you said it at the end of the day it really isn't our business either um Whatever, if if it works for, if it truly works for them, and what I see happening right now is if, because again, we have to we have to speculate because unless we're sitting in the room with them when they're having these discussions, we don't we don't really know uh, if there is any ground to be given to any type of residual or or unprocessed or unchecked uh, frustration or grief or turmoil that's happening there. Um, then what we saw was an example of that of that bubbling over the edge of the pot, so to so to speak. Um, if that's the case, if if not, again we're gonna we're gonna look and speculate because we feel that we have uh, a, a right to speak on these things, and we do have we do have a right to speak on them. Uh, we don't have a right to state them as fact unless unless we were actually unless we were actually there, of course. But. What I see, what what my impression was, and I totally leave it uh, to the point of I could be wrong, but what I got from this was, this was, like I've heard many other people say earlier today, simply a case of the straw breaking the camel's back, and we just happen to see another another side of Will. This isn't this wasn't Will not being Will. This is this was Will that tapped into the side of Will that he. Prefers for us not to see, mm-hmm.
0: right? Because I don't believe by far it was out of character per se. I just believe that mm-hmm. we ain't invited to deal will we. We don't know him personally, so it's like y'all saw a personal reaction on national TV. But I wouldn't say that it was out of character because I've seen certain things in his temperament before that I'm like, to me, I wasn't really shocked. I was just like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, you even for him being the actor that he is, and this this is definitely going off of what off of what he's given us in his portrayals, you can't do the acting mm-hmm. that he does without there being some real component for you to draw from inside right. you for, for you to make those roles believable. So for some of the more some of the uh the grittier roles that he's done, for some of the more, even some of the more violent roles that he's done that got pulled that got pulled from somewhere that just wasn't you mm-hmm. studying. that just wasn't you and and this has been said that will is very much a method a method actor that wasn't just you immersing yourself in the experience that wasn't just you studying the character or studying the situation there's a connection of that information to something in you that makes it real and makes it relatable it's part of what's made him so successful to be honest um right this but but this just wasn't a role and some people say it was it was that was just three actors acting uh i don't think this was a role i don't think this was um i don't think this was uh scripted to be honest with you i think this was a very real moment
0: i don't think so either i don't feel like nobody would depict themselves like that at the highest moment of their life um nobody would choose to have that overshadow a great moment that he's worked you know he i don't think he's won an oscar since he played ali that was a long time ago you know what i'm saying and i could be wrong don't quote me on that but i don't remember him winning one since he won for ali but nobody would want that over top of their moment and nobody would choose to script their wife being publicly humiliated in such a time as that i don't believe that that was scripted at all and that just goes to show sometimes i feel like i can't other people's opinions are not to be trusted because i'm like a lot of people really thought that that was a script and i'm like why would y'all think that um and and that just also further perpetuates the fact that people think that he's a soft guy and that he would do anything for money like i feel like that's further insulting so the fact that it's like It further feeds into the fact that, oh, he wouldn't stand up and protect his family or what have you, that, oh, it had to be scripted because that's emasculating. I felt like, like, oh, he wouldn't protect his family like he would do that for money or for a role.
1: That is essentially what what people are, are saying when they do have that stance. Yes
0: and so i feel like that like we also put like the the thing i need y'all to understand is when we say stuff like that that further adds more weight that's another brick on somebody's shoulder that they got to carry because it's like so y'all really think i'm not a man so it's just like we're y'all sitting up here ridiculing jada for making him not feel like a man we're we're further we're we're ambering that flame
1: adding to it with
0: that opinion and further, and it's and it's it's dispersing to the whole black race, into the whole black family as well, that um, that men aren't protectors and providers. Um, providing protection you know what i'm saying we put a monetary thing on providing but i feel like you're supposed to provide protection for your family as well and however that looks like and sometimes we want we're we've been saying all this time when these black worlds have been missing in the world oh -hmm. who's going to protect us right now in georgia it's a big thing where women you know guys are uh beating up women robbing women and all of that and we're like man we want y'all to stand up for us but what but because it doesn't look like snow white or the seven doors we're like oh but don't do that no we can't have it both ways we cannot have it both ways that's why we need to cover each other in prayer we need to be more willing to help develop the skills that we may not possess um, and help each other to win position each other to win and lift each other up more and, and, and learn how like what Denzel said I, I I appreciate Denzel so much so much for taking Will you know and telling him young man like you know what I'm saying adjusting his crown young man you know what I'm saying yeah. At your highest moment, that's when the enemy will try you. But 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 that's plus no diesel has checked a few people about his wife for 20, 30 plus years, too. So I'm just saying, yeah, don't don't get women it women. twisted. And Samuel L. Jackson women. and all these other actors that we admire will check you about their queens. And and I feel like that is the strength of a man when he protects his queen in chess you're supposed to protect your queen life is a game of chess and he protected his queen and yes it didn't look uh it didn't look you know how we felt this should have looked but guess what I commend him for doing it because it just showed that much more that he is human and that his family is a priority and they're not just another role that he plays being a father and a husband is not just a monetary game that he get you know he gains it, it's real life and I hope that y'all learn how to love each other in real life because we are as a black family as a black man and as black women we are a dangerous species like real talk it's a target on our back and so um and you know everybody was like oh well if it could have went left it could have went it it sure could have but I'm sure he knew he when he took that swing that he could have that Chris Rock could have been in a position to fight back but he was willing to still protect his wife's honor and for that I commend you Will I'm praying for them as a couple because I want them to succeed I'm not canceling them I've been married. Real life things happen in marriage. One of
1: the three of them, not Chris, not Jada, nor Will. If there's right. something that needs to be addressed, let's let let's address it. Let's address the right. action not and necessary.
0: fix it. <laughs> and fix it. I hope that they had a conversation after that, and I hope that you know there's an understanding. They don't got to be best friends, but I hope that it was a conversation to be had. And if it if it wasn't, and the moment was too hot, I hope that it happens in the future so that you know. The, the mutual respect can be repaired even if it's not like for the friendship it's like y'all still have to work in Hollywood together there's gonna be another time where he's gonna win awards and they might have Chris Rock be the host I mean he still has to do his profession but he I hope this was also a learning experience for him like you know what professional courtesy let me clear this joke or something with you or let me you know let me be like I don't don't think I want to say that about such and such as wife because I have a certain level of integrity as a man I once had a wife I have two black daughters you know what I'm saying we have to also have integrity in our professionalism so so I want you to tell the audience where they can connect with you in the future and um, what you got coming up next, briefly, because we got to get out of here. We got to get oh, to our next yes. thing.
1: So true. So um, first of all, first and foremost, again, uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. It was a great time. It's always good talking to you, of course. Um, wherever where you guys can find me, you can uh, reach out to me directly on Facebook. You can find me there as uh, Chad H Nails. I also have a Facebook page. For my coaching practice, which is Unveiled Coaching and Counseling, Uh, you you can also find me on pretty much every other social media, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok as Unveiled Coach. You can find me there. And um, you can also uh, link up directly on my coaching website, which is unveiledcoaching.org.
0: Thank you, bro, so much for coming on. I have to have you come back again so we can get a little bit more into your expertise, but thank you so much for obliging me in this conversation because it was something that I felt like needed to be addressed um, from our age bracket, for sure, uh, for the culture, for sure. Um, I wish you much success. Thank you so much for coming on, and I look forward to seeing you in a little bit later in our panel that we're going to do, so listen, I'm super stoked. Um, We've come a long way since those Two singing uh young adults. We weren't teenagers. We were like, yeah, we were we were kind of yeah, York. we teenagers, were teenagers going street. into yes. young adulthood, freezing in our coats out there on that New York Brooklyn street. But <laughs> I'm so grateful for your friendship. Um, and I am super excited about everything that's to come for you. Um, and thank you for being a part of this I Am Becoming journey with me. So listen, y'all, y'all know where to find me, Facebook and Instagram under I Must Become the number one. You can always meet me here or beat me here every Sunday at 3 p.m. and leap into your becoming remember don't do anything for man's approval but do everything with man in mind because we are all an intricate piece of the puzzle in this circle called life listen I love you in real life I see you king I see you queen and you know what I'm still gonna love you even when the crown tilts a little bit I'll be there to adjust it peace